The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's open phone in Friday. This is Dr. David Anderson. Are you ready to give me a call? The show's all about you. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well on WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. Today is Open Phone-In Friday. That means any question you have for me, you can ask on any topic. And, of course, I don't have all the answers, but we've got the good book, The Word of God. We've got smart listeners as well as we can always pray and ask God to give us wisdom. But here's the good news. We can address any question. And uh, feel free to give me a call at 888-432-7434. This day is about you. Every Friday I open it up for anything you want to talk to me about. But this is how we normally roll. We have Marriage Mondays. Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then today, Open Phone In Friday. And of course, on Saturday, we have a special episode of, uh, of our different conversations that we have throughout the week, and that comes on at 7 p.m. for 30 minutes on WAVA, so make sure you tune in on Saturday evening. I'm going to open in a word of prayer, and then I'm going to take your calls. Get in where you fit in. Now's the time. Don't wait uh, and think about it. If you feel prompted, you want to know uh, what your brother thinks about something with regard to race, religion, relationships, uh, money, ministry, whatever it is. Uh, if you want to know your brother's thoughts on it, then go ahead and give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this week. Thank you for the opportunity we have to have a platform where we can connect and communicate with one another. And I do pray, uh, Lord, that you would just GPS our lives together right now so the conversation that my friends and my brothers and sisters hear uh, would stimulate them, inspire them, and push them closer to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. Well, another way to get a hold of me, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com. You can get all the information on me, my sponsors, and my networks, as well as learn what it means to be a gracist, not a racist. Uh, And I do believe that gracism is God's solution to racism, and that is the title of the book I wrote, Gracism, the art of inclusion. So if you want some principles to know how we can build bridges of reconciliation there, then make sure you give me, give me not only a call, but you can always pick up the book. Just go to EmbraceGracism.com and order the book there. Go to Amazon or go to wherever you want, and you can get any of my six books. Uh, just look for Dr. David Anderson. Okay, here is my phone number, 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off in Germantown, Maryland with paula who's on the line hello miss paula how are you today just fine dr anderson how are you oh i'm alive and grateful thank you so much for hanging out with me 
What are you thinking now? You're more than welcome. I was thinking about a program you had earlier in the week, and another pastor was on, and he was discussing multiple streams of income for the church. Yes. And I felt some kind of way about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always, I've always been of the impression that my Father God is well able to support every endeavor that he initiates. Yeah. Um, including, you know, yeah. churches and programs and Mm-hmm. So uh, it seems he seems to be saying that um, if we if the church doesn't come up with these uh, other streams, and I'm not against streams of income, I'm not saying that, but yeah. just the idea yeah. that the church will close if you depend on your tithes and offerings. Yeah, that's disturbing. I understand. Because that's, uh, that's the Father's seed time and harvest is, is, is what we're based on. That's yeah. how I get my increase. Yeah, I hear so, you. I hear you. But you know what? His um, his whole point his whole point is we don't treat the rest of our lives that way as Christians. Like a Christian family, we don't uh, just, you know, pray and ask God to feed us. We actually have to go out and work for Well, it. yeah, we do. But yeah, we do. I mean, okay, so, but that's yeah. not all we do. That's not all we do. Okay, of course we do. And no, the church and the church no. prays as well and the church sows as well. That's not his point. I know that's not your point either. We of course we pray and of course we trust, but we do more than that. We actually go out and get a job. We take our skills and we try to leverage them for good, not for evil. I think his point was, and it's something for us to be thinking about, and that is, are there other ways to leverage the work that we do in order to do more work for the kingdom? Uh, Because if you are a church that is depending on just your tithe, and let's say you need $5,000 a week and $2,000 a week comes in, do you continue to, I don't want to say beat on your people, but I'm being, I'm a pastor here. How, how much do you just keep saying, people, we need more money, we need more money, give, 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 when there may be some other ways to uh, get that $5,000 a week, like debt reduction, you know, selling off property, uh, maybe increasing the cost yeah, for, you, you know, be, different things. Yeah, That's you all. You have to be conscious. Absolutely. You do have to manage your money. Mm-hmm. But when we take faith out of the equation, it, I get nervous. Yeah, no, I um, hear you. I hear you. Because churches should be tithing and sowing. Well, sure, they should to, be. Uh, they, yeah. Greater endeavors. Well, they and should be, but they're closing that's every the day. That, that we get financial wealth. That's yeah. how wealth is created. Yeah, but they're closing every um, day. They're closing every day. Banks are foreclosing on churches. Called? Church. Were they called? Well, I'm sure if you ask those churches, they were called, or missionaries who are on the field who are, n- are not getting um, the the um, support that they used to get because people aren't uh, giving like they used to. Uh, you know, just because it closed, it doesn't mean they're not called. Um, so I don't want to judge whether they're called or not. No, I don't. I don't want to say that. I'm not saying that just because they closed, they weren't called. Yeah. But I just don't think God failed. I, I can't. I don't believe that God sure. failed. I don't either. I but that, that I don't think this is an issue of failure, though. Do you think it's an issue of failure to make a decision to um, sell a piece of property that you've been sitting on no, for ten no, that's years? Totally fine. Okay, and that's his that's point. I don't, I don't have any problem with any of that. It's just that they were, and I think at one point he was saying, and I understood and I agree that if you're giving out coffee and you want to charge a dollar to two. 
the straight across mm-hmm. is across. Yeah, all of that is good. Yeah. I understand all of that. Yeah. Well, and then also, that also he said that, and this we're talking about Mark DeMoz. He is the author uh, of a book that talked about church economics. And one of the things he was also saying uh-huh. was, was start a, uh, a nonprofit and then get grants yeah. uh, through the nonprofit because people can get tax deductions for that. And you can do a lot more sometimes through a nonprofit than you can do through church offerings. And I agree. Yeah, so there's I some agree. things that he said I think you probably agree with, but it's some of the business side. I could I see why you feel all, a little I, weird I, about that. Mm-hmm. I probably agree with everything he says in his book in terms yeah. of raising money. Yep. And hey, listen, Miss Paula. I, I hear the music, which means I got to go to this break. I loved kicking it with you from Germantown, though. Thank you so much. And when I come back, can I kick it with you, too? Give me a call, 888-432-7434. Three, four, and thank you, Miss Paula. Way to kick it off hot. Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the water Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit Andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's open phone in Friday. What do you want to talk to me about? Any subject is fine. Hang out with me. I've got about 45 minutes with you this first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital. So why don't we spend it together? Don't let that road rage get, rage get a hold of you. You just chill out with me, okay? My phone number is 888-432-7434. And let's go to Silver Spring, Maryland and talk to Anonymous who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for hanging. Um, What's up? Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, I've come to a point where I believe I realized that um, 
when God delivers us from a or, or helps us through a tragedy, um, that it's not just for ourselves, but it's also so that we can minister to other people. Mm-hmm. So um, after my brother uh, passed away, Mm-hmm. That was a wonderful brother to make it short. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a 31-page tribute, and the Holy Spirit told me what to write okay. about his accomplishments, his life. But mm-hmm. then God, the Holy Spirit, told me, um, had me to write about what it's like for other people who have lost a spouse, okay. a mother and father, or children. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my question to you is, I'd like to put it in book form. Form. Okay. Uh, he did give me the Holy Spirit gave me all these scriptures to put in there too. I like to put it in 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 book form. So, um, can you give me suggestions as to what as to some Christian publishing companies or what would be my st- my first step to get it in book form? Okay, that's a good question. You know, I would like to get it in book form. Yes, I it's understand. not a lot of material, but it. So what what I want you to do is go to Christian Publishers uh, Publishing dot com. There are companies that actually will publish these books for you. There's Westbow, W-S-T-B-O-W, Westbow. Uh, But there's so many of them out there. And I think uh, ChristianPublishing.com is one of the uh, good ones as well. And then you can talk to the people. They'll actually give them a call and say, this is what I've got. What do you think? How much will it cost? And they have some books that are on demand. And what that means is they publish the first book for you, and they'll give you 10 free copies. Uh, and then what happens is you only print how many you need. So let's say you spoke somewhere or somebody said, hey, listen, I'd like to have 10 books. Then you go to them and they'll just print those books on demand. So you take the money from the people who want the 10 books and then you deliver it to them, you know, 10 days later or a couple weeks later like that. So you don't have to put out a lot of money uh, for an inventory of 10,000 books and then you, you don't move them. So that money is sitting there. So when you do books on demand, you can make that money pretty quickly by having people order the books. Uh, then you have them print the books, send the books to them, and you get to keep 100% of the money that they give you. Oh, that's really great because this has been on my heart to do this, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I should put it off any longer. You know what I mean? Well, I just good. need to get it out. Well, good. I hope you'll call. Uh, somebody needs to be encouraged and edified and built. Well, up. I hope you'll you call know? me in the new. I'm not the only one. I hope you'll call me in the new year and let me know that you did something about it. Okay, anonymous. <laughs> okay. All thanks right. A lot. Blessings Thank you. to you. Good luck with that. And I put luck in quotes. Of course, we know we believe. Uh, not in luck, but we believe in faith and trust. But good trust to you. All right, eight 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 four three two seven four three four. Just didn't want anyone to call me and say, Doc, you said good luck. So uh, I mean it in a very generic sense. Eight 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 four three bridge. Let's go to Anonymous in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Uh-huh. Hi, Anonymous. It's Doctor Anderson here. How are you? All right. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Thank you. I have a question. I was speaking to uh, one of my uh, co-workers. We was having a conversation about religion, okay. and um, she was telling me that um, she doesn't believe in religion because of the Holocaust, because their family raised them not to believe in God because of that. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her that I believe in God, and my mother, you know, raised all my my sister and brother in church, mm-hmm. and she made a statement that I couldn't really 
Turner Connect, okay. which is um, I'm African American, and she uh, we were discussing slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know they that uh, a lot of people came over here mm-hmm. on slave ships. Yeah, and that they came over, they were slave, and that uh, a lot of um, uh, African American adopted the white man religion mm-hmm. that that uh, what about the religion before you came from Africa to here mm-hmm. that you know we are living somebody else's religion and not our own right right African religion and why have we adopted their religion opposed to being a Muslim from a foreign land and I don't know a lot about the Muslim, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, religion, mm-hmm. which I don't have a problem with. But that's not the way that I was raised. And the question is, mm-hmm. how do you connect from slavery to the religion being um, a holiness, Baptist, you know, in church religion, yeah. uh, connected with the religion from Africa? That was my question. Well, it's a good question. So your faith is not connected to American Christianity. Your faith is connected to something that started way before America ever even existed. Your faith comes from the continent of Africa and the Middle East. In other words, uh, Jesus was Jewish in Jerusalem, and Moses and Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, all of them came from the continent of Africa or the Middle East. All of humanity came from the Garden of Eden, which was in the continent of Africa or the Middle East. And so the American form of of Christianity is what, of course, we learned as Africans who were uh, kidnapped and brought over to America. But your faith is deeper than American Christianity. Your faith is connected to this Bible that I'm holding in my hand, which is the Word of God which is way older, okay, than uh, the country of the United States of America. So what you want to do is when you're talking to somebody who is talking about uh, Christianity being the white man's religion, you can push back by saying, I'm not talking about American Christianity. I'm talking about a relationship with the God who created all of us before America even started. You understand what I'm saying? And so, yes, because I was telling her about the spirit of God, you know, following the spirit and, you know, being introduced to the spirit, which is, you know, a part of the um, the Christian faith. Right, right. So go back to the word of God. Go back to the scriptures, which is older than uh, America. And that's helpful because otherwise, yeah. if, you oh. get, if you get stuck on the Holocaust or on slavery, that was uh, right. that was white man's religion and white man's sin. That was a sin of America. Holocaust was a sin right. of of uh, Germans and others. And so we don't agree with any of these sins. Uh, and when Jews mm-hmm. and others crucified Jesus, we don't agree with that either. What we do agree with is that the God of the universe, who created the heavens and the earth, redeems all mankind because of the blood of Jesus. And so the issue is not what you do with yeah. religion. The issue is what do you do with Mm -hmm. Jesus? And so you go back to Jesus because Jesus existed way before the United States of America. Is that helpful? Yes, and 
Yes, and the other statement that she uh, stated was uh, um, Jesus was a white man. I said, no, he's, he wasn't. He was, he was a dark Jewish man. So back to artist renderings of Christianity yes. being uh, something that's been used to do different things, including being racist yes. and, and making Jesus look European to uh, subjugate uh, people of color. That's just, again, something that was done, but it doesn't mean it's accurate. What is accurate is he was Jewish, uh, born in Bethlehem uh, in the Middle East. That is accurate. But if you go to China, you'll have people that make Jesus Chinese. You go to Africa, you'll make people, uh, they have people make him look like he is, um, you know, Nigerian or Kenyan or Ethiopian. And so pe people do that all over the world. But when we just focus right back on the scriptures, we can see he was a Jewish man. And if this woman is Jewish, you should ask her, have you made a decision to follow Jesus as your Messiah? Or are you still waiting for another Messiah? No, she says she doesn't believe in God. Mm, so she's an atheist. And there are a lot of Jewish folk, my no. brothers and uh, sisters mm -hmm. in humanity, but Jewish folk who are atheists. And I think God's going to deal with his people, the Jewish people, yeah. in a very unique way anyway. But I, whether she's Jewish or not, anybody who is an atheist, um, all I usually, yeah, all I usually, Jewish. I'm sorry, what'd you say? She's 99.9 Jewish. Yeah, so, yeah, but whether Jewish or not, anyone who's an atheist, what I usually say is, wow, that's great. It takes a lot of faith. Oh, okay. I say it takes a lot yeah. of faith to be an atheist. You have more faith than I do. Yeah, that's true. That's what I normally say to atheists, okay. and they, it usually stumps them. It makes them feel like, oh, my gosh, what do you mean by that? And I say, well, it takes a lot of faith to believe that there's no God, no intelligent designer, everything got here by a big bang or splash. And, uh, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know a, an explosion happened in a junkyard, and uh, now you have a, a full 10-story building with elevators. Wow, it takes a lot of faith to believe that. So, wow, you have a lot more faith than me. That's what I normally say when I talk to uh, atheists, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Take care. And so, you know, I think it's important to respect other people's religion. It's important to respect other people who don't have any religion. But if you get into a conversation and somebody wants to talk with you about it, they want to debate with you or they just want to have a normal conversation, then those are the sort of things that you can say. You can say, wow, it takes a lot of faith to believe that there's no God, no intelligent designer, and then all of this just happened. Uh, and I have no purpose in my life uh, except on the earth. And I came from nowhere and I'm going nowhere. I'm just going to cease to exist. That takes a lot of faith. And, uh, may, you know, I believe in God, so I pray that God would have mercy on you. But I feel differently. I feel like I was made with a purpose. I feel like the fingerprints of God are on my soul. I feel like the building that we're standing in now actually had real architects and real engineers with intelligent minds that put it together. I don't believe an explosion in a junkyard made the Starbucks we're sitting in. I just really believe that, uh, you know, real logical people uh, intelligently designed this. But if you want to believe that it just happened with no intelligent design behind it, that takes a lot of faith. But I think I'm going to go with my God and you go with your no God. And if I'm right, uh, you're going to have a problem later. If you're right, I'm not going to have a problem at all, even if I'm wrong.
My life's better because I believe there was a God that is not even there. And the other side, on the other side, if I'm right, that means you lived your life not knowing what your purpose was, and then you get to the other side and you meet the one that's been wooing you all of your life, and you've been resisting him purposefully. You've been pushing down the truth, suppressing the truth, doing all you can to believe that he doesn't exist. Although every single day you have the grace of God's sun shining on you. Chance is shining that heat. Chance is dropping that shower down onto your flowers. Chance is giving you that grace to breathe air that you didn't purchase. Hmm. I think I'm going to stick with God. I'll be right back. Were you promised your home would sell, it didn't, and your agent disappeared? You are not alone. 42% of houses currently on the market will not sell. I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. We just helped seven home sellers in the Metro D.C. area sell their house, even when it didn't sell the first time. Call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days, or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. We've helped over 100 listeners sell their house for top dollar. Listen to what they have to say. We had a property that we had rented it out. We were selling our property in the wintertime. Uh, we actually sold our house five days after um, it went on the market. It was approximately $5,000 um, over the asking price. If we ever sold the house that we're in now, mm-hmm. the first person we would call yeah. would be Christy Moore. Uh-huh. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Attention. If you're in debt to the IRS and frustrated with your options, for a limited time, you can call and quickly check your eligibility for the Fresh Start programs offered by the IRS to reduce or even eliminate your tax problem. Through this special toll-free hotline number, you can find out in minutes if you qualify for these powerful new debt reduction programs greenlighted by the IRS for 2019. If you have unfiled tax returns under audit, have a wage or bank levy, or just want to know your options, business or personal, Republic Tax Relief's A-plus rated tax relief system has helped thousands stop IRS collections immediately and save millions in tax debt. These relief programs will not last forever. Call the hotline number now, 800-566-1336. That's 800-566-1336. Check your eligibility for tax debt savings today. Call 800-566-1336. That's 800-566-1336. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. 
That's 1-800-880-7474. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's the second half of the show. If you're just tuning in, it's open phone in Friday. So guess what? That means it's all about you. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. You can just call and ask a question. Uh, The subject is you, so I don't have a particular subject today. I just trust that the Lord will GPS your life toward me. And all the listeners, they get to just listen in and tune in and hear the good conversation. But you may actually have a personal question you want to ask me about religion, race, politics, faith, economics, whatever it may be. We can talk about it. All you got to do is call 888-432-7434. Three, four. Or just remember the word bridge. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to L, who's in Washington, D.C. Hello, L. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am just fine. Happy to have you hanging out with me. What are you thinking? Thank you. Um, so I have um, a, kind of an issue that's been tugging um, at my heart for just a long time. Um, I grew up in an area that where I dealt with quite a, a lot of racism. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard for me to kind of get past that. And so when I see certain things happening, um, especially in the news with the police brutality that's happening, particularly against African-Americans, mm-hmm. and I have never seen like a a white Southern Christian evangelical speak out about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it frustrates me because yeah. I feel no kinship. Right. You know, I've, I've been saved since I was five. I, I, I love the Lord as, as he's my savior, you know, but I just, I have a real hard time with that. Yeah. Well, guess what? Uh, good news for you. There are a lot of whites who do speak out against it and they are ready to stand with you. You just don't know some of those voices and we need to get more of those voices, not only on my show, but on other platforms because that's what need that's what it would encourage you if i speak out against it i mean you're glad right but if a white person speaks out against it it actually ministers to your heart and i know exactly what what you're talking about and so now being a part of a multicultural church is helpful because you can have relationships with white folk who are also in the word with you who can at least feel your pain if they can't even understand your mind but then through relationships and through conversation, they begin to understand more of what hurts you. Uh, and that's what uh, helps you. Now, my very first book, L, is called Letters Across the Divide. Two friends explore racism, okay. friendship, and faith. And it's a white man asking a black man questions about race and the safety of their friendship. And as a result of that, my white friend, because I was the black guy he was writing to, my white friend is asking me questions like why are blacks so angry or why is everything a racial issue with blacks or uh, why is everything a race issue? Just like one thing after the next. But through the conversation, he began to become more sensitized to understanding what my pain was. So comprehension begins with conversation. So what we want is you to start having conversations with your white brothers and sisters who are believers who can begin to understand your pain but you can also begin to understand their plight. 
And together, I okay. think that's where the healing is going to come from, because I hear you. When, when there's a big social issue that hits the news and we see it one way and quote unquote, they put that in quotations, see it another way. Uh, it makes you, there's like a conundrum in your mind. It's like, what? I, I see it so clearly. Right. Right. But the reality is right. it, yeah. do, it doesn't make uh, the people who see it differently, evil or wrong or bad. They just don't understand your experience. And through relationship with you, L, then they'll begin to understand your experience. And through relationship with them, you'll begin to understand their viewpoint. And then together you can come to the middle. What do you think about that answer? No, I, I, I absolutely think it's great. You know, I feel like I walk around um, where I'm always trying to, I keep myself kind of in a bubble. You know, mm. I, I work with people of all races and um things happen things are said and i i always feel like i have to stop an emotion or stop words from right coming out i feel like i'm really not living and right. so i'd like to just be able to to relax a little bit you know and right. it would be nice to to see to be able to reach across the aisle and have allies there so that i feel like i'm not always just uh pushing things down right and those those folks that you work with may not be the ones to be those those white folks do you know what I mean? It may need mm -hmm. to be uh, yeah. uh, other relationships that you have. This is why going to a multicultural church is so important for me, because anytime someone says, well, the white man's a devil. Well, I can think of 10 people in my life right now who are white, who love me and I love them. They're not the devil. Right. And so uh, mm -hmm. and then and when somebody hears and black people are lazy. Well, and if they have black friends that they know work hard, it fights against that stereotype. Right. And so relationships across right. racial lines actually helps defy the stereotypes that kill all of us. You know, so now the people you work right. with may not right. be the group. All right. Because y'all are working together. And unless you have a personal relationship with them, these are folk that are acquaintances, but they're not friends. So they may say something uh, that they don't even know hurts you. And now sometimes you have to school them. That doesn't mean we get to go out to coffee and, and we can be the best friends. But sometimes you have to school people to be like, you know what? That's not okay. Because when you say that, this right. is how it makes me right. feel. And I think that's okay to check people if they say something that's racially offensive, even though in their mind they're not racist. And maybe they're not, but they're just not schooled enough to know that what they're saying is racially offensive. Do you know what I mean? Right. But that gets exhausting, yes, L. That gets exhausting. It I'm does. feeling you. <laughs> and then that's the reason why, like, especially in middle school and high school, yes. always being the voice, yes. you know, I had to back away from that because I'm just tired. Yeah, it's it's tiring when you have to always be be that one. I know my sister. Hey, listen, I got to run to the break, but just yeah. I want you to know I feel you. OK, okay? take care. Al. I'm coming right back. It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. raised by her professor. Why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. 
The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum and Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Thanks a lot for hanging out with me, friends. Uh, We got just a few minutes together, so if you want to get in, I've got like three open lines. Grab one while you can. 888-432-7434. It's open phone in Friday. Any question you have, you can launch it at me, but you got to get in now. All right, I'm going to go to Annapolis, Maryland, and talk to Linda, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Linda. How are you today? Hi, Dr. David Anderson. (laughs) I have a Bible question for you that I do not have an answer for and hoping you could help me out. All right, let's see. The question is, do you know exactly where the Garden of Eden was actually um, geographically located? Don't know exactly where it was located, but based on the rivers, uh, they talk about the Euphrates and there are four different rivers there. Most people pen it over somewhere near uh, East Africa, like uh, the Ethiopia area. But nobody knows exactly where it is. Okay. I was just curious to where Cain and Abel grew up. Right. Well, remember, they were kicked out of the garden, so it would be somewhere outside the area. But again, the four rivers that it talks about in Genesis chapter 2, you know how I talked about the four different rivers um, where the exactly. gar- where the Garden of Eden is, and it actually names the rivers, right? So one of those rivers is Cush. So, you know, the Cushites, so they were Africans, uh, and that was in the Mesopotamia area. So we know that it was over in that geographical area, but then exactly uh, where the land is, don't know. I think that's part of the, part of the um, you know, when God kicked Adam and Eve out, and he put the angels there. Part of it, I think, us not being able to find the exact location is God's doing 
because if we found it, we'd be trying to get back in it. And he kicked us out of it. Right. I, th I think it'll all open up once we get to heaven. He creates the new heavens and the new earth. It's going to be like the Garden of Eden again. Okay. Well, that helped me out a lot. Okay. I appreciate it. Great. Well, thanks for asking the question. That's Miss Linda from Annapolis, Maryland. Way to show up, Annapolis. Well, what about you? Do you have a comment or a question or uh, a direction you'd like to take in my last few minutes together? I'm offering myself to you, so uh, take it while you can. I've got open lines. And, and by the way, uh, how about Miss Amber? Huh? My wife was on the air with me on Monday. Uh, you can go back to my Facebook uh, page to see Amber and to hear the wisdom she had on our topic, which was sustaining a solid, strong marriage. And so, uh, Amber... Thank you so much for uh, coming into the studio live on Marriage Monday. On Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about the decline of Christianity and church attendance. And what's wrong with that? I like what Eric Stagger says. He wrote in, he says, the American church isn't based on a biblical model where we put one person on a pedestal only for him or her to become our Jesus. We don't strive together with one another. We justify our own earthly wants with scriptures that support our own philosophies. What happened to loving others above ourselves? And so uh, I think that church attendance and the decline of Christianity, what Eric is saying, is that uh, the real Christianity that should be the light uh, shining uh, on a hill uh, is not shining brightly. Appreciate that. Uh, Rosalind Jackson says, no excuse to not attend church. I attend church every Sunday, and honestly, I don't always feel like it and can't understand why people don't go. I worship a Savior, and I'm not doing that at home. I show up at church somewhere on a Sunday. Well, thank you, Rosalind Jackson, for saying that. We are talking about on that day, Tough Topic Tuesday, why people aren't going to church anymore. And I even asked y'all, why don't you go to church? <laughs> you called in and told me. So uh, Susan Lasky said, uh, people forget that volunteering at a church will provide community. Uh, that's such a good word, Susan, that people who say, I can't get connected, I can't get connected. Well, start serving. And then you start so serving shoulder to shoulder with other people, and it can provide community for you or connection uh, for you. So that's a really good point that you make. Uh, Ricardo Millwood said, also, being hurt in church results in people staying away. Well, that's true. A lot of people do stop going to church just because they're hurt, right? And they're like, look, uh, those people hurt me. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> so they stop. But here's the thing. They fail because they don't go to another church. I'm mad at church A. And so then I stay home. Well, what about church B or C or D? Do not forsake the gathering of the brethren, the scripture says. Okay. And Gloria Nelson, she says, well, there's too much entertainment and not enough of God's word. Well, we definitely need God's word, don't we? And this is why on Theological Thursday, I talk about the importance of Bible knowledge. And we did some fun biblical quiz questioning. I love that show. That was so fun, wasn't it? I was asking all, all kind of questions. You would call in. And uh, if you got the first question right, then we went to the second round. If you got the second qu question right, we went to the third round. And if you got the third question right, then you got a free book. So I, I gave out, I don't know, five or ten free books on Thursday because y'all were getting all the answers right. I guess the questions were too easy. I got to give you all deeper questions. But I didn't, I didn't want, like, nobody to call because you didn't know. And the rules were you can't go to Google or your Bible to go find out. So I was trying to figure out, okay, who knew how many books were in the New Testament? Who knew how many books were in the Old Testament? Who knew the name of the period between the Old Testament and the New Testament? What's the first book in the New Testament? Uh-huh. 
How many churches did John write to in the book of Revelation? I mean, I, all kind of questions. Now, all those I just rattled off, I bet you y'all knew those, didn't you? See, y'all were smart. Okay, listen, here's my number. If you want to get me, you better call now, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Gina. Gina's in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. How you doing, Miss Gina? It's Dr. Anderson here. Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing great. Uh, my question is, I was listening to you, I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about the whole impeachment thing, and mm-hmm. you didn't give your opinion on <laughs> whether you feel that he should be impeached or not impeached. You said you will, you're still thinking about it or something like that. Uh-huh. So I want to ask you, knowing, knowing what you know now and everything that you've seen on the news, so where is your, what, what do you think? Well, my opinion is they should continue on with the impeachment hearings. It will not happen before the election, and at election time, people need to vote based on what they truly believe. But should they do the impeachment hearings? Yes. Should they be in them? Yes. Should they vote? Yes, they should vote. Uh, And then I think what is going to happen is then in 2020, uh, there's going to be a lot of debate and a lot of rancor and a lot of fighting, but I hope we just get to the election. And then at the election, I hope people will vote based on what they believe. So that's my two cents on it. But if you would have said, I wish we just don't even do the impeachment. Let's just stop all of this. It's just busying our time and money. That I don't think. My opinion is no, go with it. Because if you don't, then it's unchecked behavior that will just make things make things worse in the long run. So I do believe that the hearings need to happen. Uh, whether they produce anything or not, I don't think you do it for political reasons. I think you do it for um, not for your party. You do it for the country. Get all the hearings out, do the impeachment vote, and then let the chips fall where they fall. And if President Trump still wins, then it's meant to be, and we need to leave him alone and let him lead. Um, that's my two cents on it. What so, do you think about so, that? So, you, so well, well, on, from your perspective, you don't have any opinion as far as he should be impeached or he should not be impeached. Yeah, uh, my opinion is not that he should be impeached or he shouldn't be impeached. My opinion is the hearing should take place and then the vote should take place. Now, if you're asking me if I were a senator or a congressperson, how would I vote? That's a different question. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly actually what I want to know. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I ain't okay. saying. <laughs> so far, we've heard so many things. And, you know, you have um, people now who know better. Uh-huh. And you also have people who think they know better because yeah. he should be impeached. And then you have people who think they know better. At this point, he should not be impeached. So yep. I want to know, where are you? Yep. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) Nope. It's a good try. I think the impeachment hearings ought to happen. I think they ought to go to a vote and we live with the chips where they are. But my personal opinion on it, I'm not going to even tell you that. I'm sorry, Gina. But that was a good try, though. You you were getting deep into that. I like it. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Gina. I got to run. My show is over. It almost got me there, but no, 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 no. I need to pray, Heavenly Father, thank you that you in charge. You the president of the universe. I don't have to worry about nothing. The government should be on your shoulders. I trust you and you alone. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting RADIO to 350-350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds, and the LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes and best of all most patients can get back to work the following day i had no idea the lasik vision institute uses the latest fda approved lasik technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 2020 vision we've performed over 1.3 million procedures that's experience you can trust and we're offering 20 percent off our already low-cost services what's that text again text radio to 350-350 that's r-a-d-i-o to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today Jim Press with WAVA. Breaking news. Chuck and Olga Berkshire Hathaway are giving a guaranteed $5,000 to $10,000 back at closing. That's right. Chuck and Olga are giving $5,000 to $10,000 back at closing guaranteed. Chuck and Olga, faith-based real estate team, always has your back. Call today for a free consultation, 703-898-8930 or chuckcares.com. That says it all. Certain terms and conditions apply. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? You could be losing sales by the second. Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. A full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hi, I'm Chuck Teets of A-Action Home Services. When you call our stand-up guys, you can expect they'll show up with our warehouse on wheels, introduce themselves with their unique qualifications, and, of course, they'll be wearing shoe covers. But most importantly, before they do any work, they'll share options with you, including upfront pricing so you decide what's best. So for stress-free electrical, plumbing, and heating service, call us today at 703-922-1900. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more at wava.com, keyword Alaska. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. 
Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your support. Appreciate that. If you want to donate anything, just go to EmbraceGracism.com. And by the way, if you want to get that book, Letters Across the Divide, that I talked about earlier uh, with one of my listeners, feel free. Uh, L was your name from Washington, D.C. Go to EmbraceGracism.com and get that book, Letters Across the Divide. And by the way, I prayed before I went to the last break because I thought the show was over. But it wasn't. Psych. Just kidding. We still got a couple of minutes together. So that lets me tell you about Best Buy Waterproofing in case you have water or mildew or mold in your house or if it smells in your basement. Call them. Let them come out and check it out for you. If you need a new roof or waterproofing, make sure you let Best Buy Waterproofing hook you up. By the way, you can find them at bestbuywaterproofing.com or give them a call, 844-980-3707, okay? That number again is 844-980-3707. Now, last thing uh, before I give you a final thought and pray again because, you know, you can never have too much prayer. Uh, Omega Graduate School is the school where I am the chancellor, all right? So if you have a bachelor's degree or if you have a master's or if you are in uh, a different discipline. Uh, maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're a lawyer, maybe you're a dentist, uh, but you want another social research degree. This is the degree for you because you can get it while you are working and living in another place. All you got to do is go down for a week uh, to Tennessee and study there for a week. Uh, then you do the Library of Congress in D.C. You do England, Oxford, England as well. And what happens is when you go for a week of classes, then they give you 30, 60, 90, and 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. After you've completed it, then you go to the next module or core, okay? And you do that seven times, write a master's thesis or a dissertation, and you are done. You get your master of letters or you get your doctorate of philosophy and the sociological integration of religion and society. That's where I got my DPhil, my doctorate of philosophy, and it's based on the Oxford method of educating graduate adults. That's what Omega stands for, the Oxford Method of Educating Graduate Adults, Oxford Graduate School. Go check them out online, ogs.edu. And if you apply, the application's free. Tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. The chancellor of the school told me uh, that I have to take this program and then let them deal with the rest there. How's that sound? Pretty cool, right? All right, now let's pray for real. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that now that's this is the real end of the show. We know it's not the end of our relationship with you, and you will go with us even beyond our conversation. And so we invite you to walk with us and talk with us and let us know that we are your own. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said amen and amen.